Welcome to the Untaming Femininity Podcast. I'm Igena Gerasi. And I'm Sam Allen. And we believe that untamed women are real and powerful. Our podcast is all about inspiring curious women like you to speak and live your truth and to express your femininity on your own terms. Tune in for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares. We're so honored to have on our show today our dear Janet, our soul sister, fellow iguana, spiritual warrior, and soul seeker, and much, much more. Janet is a yoga teacher, trainer, international yoga and leadership retreats facilitator, and a certified coactive alignment life and leadership coach. And we're so honored that she's going to share her wisdom today with us about our everyday spirituality. Welcome, Janet. Janet, we are so excited to have you on our podcast today because if anyone is the embodiment of spirituality, it's you. Oh my gosh, that's uh, <laughs> thank you. I love the sound of that. And I'm happy to be here, McGinna and Sam. Like, I love you guys. I find you so inspiring and loving. Oh my God, it's great to be here. We love you too. We love you Yay. so much. <laughs> It's a big love fest going on now. It is a love fest, for sure. Just to kind of start off our chat on all things spiritual, we would love to know, where did your journey begin with all of this? Oh my gosh. I don't know if I can remember where it began. It's ever since I was little. I just felt this kind of connectedness that just had. It's really interesting. Like I used to kind of talk to, I guess what you might call God, but what now I call like the universal consciousness or the source and like ever since I can remember. And then I, I think I had like three defining moments in my life. I just knew, I knew that the kind of the divine was talking through me. And so that really kind of sealed the deal for me. So I guess that's it. I'm really getting super curious about these three moments now. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Can you share any of those? So- Uh, Sure. So I remember when I was about 16, uh, 14, sorry, I was 14. And someone had asked me to volunteer for the Special Olympics. And I was a hugger. So when they came over the finish line, I would hug. (laughs) And I remember my first hug. And I just like, it's like this voice inside of me was like, you're going to be a special educator. (laughs) And I was, I ended up getting my, like, there was nothing out. Like, that was it. Once I hear that voice, that's it. That's my mission. And I became a special educator for about 20 years before I became, I got into yoga. The second time was becoming a yoga instructor. I was hosting a dinner party for my husband's work clients. Middle of dinner, I was like, I blurted out, I'm going to take yoga instruction. I'm going to become a yoga teacher. My husband looked at me like, okay, where'd that come from? And it just came. And then the last time was recently this leadership and life coaching. I like this sense. It's just like, I just signed up. I hadn't pre-thought about it, hadn't done anything. It was like, that's, that's my next journey. So I, I call those the divine intervention. These have happened throughout my life. And I think that's where it's come from. And it's great as well that you listen to that divine intervention, because a lot of people might have those interventions, mm-hmm. but sometimes we don't. Absolutely. And there's such moments of absolute clarity for me. And I have found that when I listen to them, great things come from it. And so I really, 
I do pay attention very carefully and I move on it. I take action like right away. Yeah. I, I also hear a lot of trust that you have in that process. I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, I do, Sam. That's good noticing. Um, I do. I have such trust that each of us have this life purpose. I believe that like we call it Dharma and yoga. It's kind of why you're here on this planet. And I do believe each of us are born into our Dharma. We are born into a life purpose and it may change as we grow, but each of us, like my life purpose is definitely to teach and to inspire and to empower. And that has been clear to me. And when I follow that, the impact is strong and it feels good too, to me. And I, I just love it. I'm just having a flashback to when we were yeah. on retreat actually. And I was having some tension in my solar plexus area. Um, you just instinctively guided me to lie down on these books to create a little bit of tension or pressure against this area. And you just took me into a place where I could release a whole load of stuff that I was holding just in that moment. I'm recalling that, I think, because I am feeling that knowingness in you through your words and remembering how that comes across in all of your interactions. In the very truest, like in that moment, in the very truest moments where I am really connected to source, things come out of my mouth. And I, I know this sounds really yogi or weird, but it's who I am. And so I feel like these come out and it's like not even from me. It's like something, it just happens. It's just said. Sometimes I'm teaching a yoga class and I start it with some theme and then, I don't know, I'm teaching it and it goes off to some other theme and some great ideas kind of come out of my mouth. And at the end of the class, I'm like, oh, that was interesting. Like, and so I try to just kind of surrender to that, that trust, as you say. And I think that happened when we were working together. And I would say there is also connection as you were talking to, right? And presence mm. and trust and surrendering. And what else does spirituality bring to your life? Well, certainly this aliveness, this passionate nature, I feel it's a sense to me that I'm connecting. And also this like very deep connection to others and to self. So in the connection to others, you know, I'm not a fluffy conversation, chit chat person. You guys know this. I go right deep to the core. Like I could just meet, like I could be getting my groceries and the cashier and I could have this very intense, deep conversation. <laughs> and, and it happens to me all the time. And these deep conversations to me is, is part of spirituality, this like soul connection. This connection to self is everything to sacredness for me. It's, uh, we call it Svadhyaya, it's self-study. And that's part of it. I think as well, the um, kind of this open-heartedness, kind of living in this open-heartedness, which is again, that surrender, that trust that Sam's talking about and nature, like having this connection to nature. I notice that when I walk through the forest, I live in the mountains. And when I walk through the woods, it's like certain leaves or flowers or trees are almost calling to us. They're like their consciousness is alive because they are alive. And if we just kind of tap into that for a moment, to me, that's this connection to something bigger than us in this moment. And I know that's not like an official definition of spirituality. I'm not a, so spiritual and I don't wear robes and I don't spill chuli. Like I just am a yogi, a person who has these moments in her life. 
That would give me a great piece. Yes, that's and you're smiling, Sam, at me. I'm smiling because I'm, I'm making the connection with the everyday spirituality that you uh -huh, so yeah. embrace. And just you saying that, it just kind of like opens the whole topic up to everybody out there. We can all be spiritual in our own way. And there isn't a set formula or a stage you have to get to to be able to call yourself spiritual. Like this is accessible to all of us. And what you communicate there really just defines that somehow. Yeah, this is very much my focus is this everyday spirituality to make it more accessible because I don't know, I've been to like many ashrams. I've been to so many sacred places in the world. I've talked with many monks and gurus and all of it. Like I've done all of it in the past 20 something years. All of that is great. And I love all of it. However, it's actually the day to day moments that are really sacred. So if someone were to see me on the outside, like they may not think I'm this really spiritual person, right? However, it's like every moment can be sacred. We can cultivate that in our lives. And I think spirituality is something you can cultivate. Wow, just planting the seed and watching it grow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's just like getting connected to people. Uh, find your tribe. That's a great way right, to be connected. You can get unplugged, you know, just, turn off the computers and the TVs and the tap into just the moments, the sacredness, if it's holding a crystal or lighting a candle or reading poetry. Don't get me started, Janet. <laughs> I know, you know, I, that's like such a sacred moment for me, poetry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so I, I, to, to everything that you're saying. I'm like, oh yes, yes. <laughs> and I know Magina too, I think this idea, I mean, I know you really relate to this is this tapping into your body, mm. right? I think that this is so simple. Like we have this pranic energy within all of us and just moving it relieves the congestion and it enlivens this pranic energy and it, our vibrations go up and just moving, just dancing or cuddling, <laughs> making love, all of those things are ways to get connected, I think, to source. Absolutely. And I think also a way you mentioned it really well, the connection with everything there is. And, mm -hmm. and I think it's this undivided attention to the present moment, like being connected mm -hmm. to other people and just being fully, fully present. I think that's a huge experience for me of spirituality. It is. And totally. And I think like my dogs have been the best teachers of this, right? Like they are just presence. And when you sit with them and you pet them, you can feel their presence and the connection. Like they do all, they engulf all of this. I have two like muddy dogs, old and scraggly. And like, they are my gurus. They are my teachers. Yeah. We also have two dogs in the office and I love, I love those I to spend with them. Yeah. Right. Because it calms me so much down. I find them sacred. Everything that you're speaking to is just making me think of your ability to communicate with spirit through your dogs, through nature, through your work, through your yoga. Like, I feel like there's this special capacity in you, Janet, to open up to that communication process. Yeah, I think it started when I was little. Absolutely. I used to talk to the tree outside my bedroom window. So yeah, that started there. And then I think there was a time, you know, adolescence and 20s, I had some hardships, some harder times. I was living in New York City and I think I got kind of armored up and kind of hardened and cynical. And I think I lost it for a bit. And then I kind of found, refound yoga and that helped me soften and kind of pieces of the armor began to kind of fall off little by little. And this open-heartedness began to come back to me. 
And then again, visiting sacred places in the world, they being inspired by people who are living their dharma, their passionate lives, that just brings me right back to this connection to something bigger. And who, who does inspire you the most in your life? Besides my dogs, I think the inspiration, like there are so many incredible international yoga teachers in the world who've inspired me throughout my journey. There are many gurus, there are saints, you know, there's these incredible journeys that spiritual journeys that go on. I honestly, it's now for me, it's my inner inspiration. It's me. I think if we just tap in deep to ourselves, you know, cut away the bullshit, that extra chaotic voices that we have, and we just tap into us, truly us and face that, that is like my inspiration. That's so much wisdom in that. I know. I just felt mm-hmm. like relief when you said that. Cut away the bullshit. Like my whole system just went, oh, yes. <laughs> yes to going inside to finding our wisdom. Mm-hmm. It's right there. Like we always have it. We're born with it and it's right there for us. And I'm curious as well, because you were talking about the softening and you found yoga because we're talking about everyday spirituality and for our listeners, it's just like, what would be some ways or some kind of advice for people that want to go into being more spiritual or softening more up and Mm -hmm. working with that armor? Oh God, that's such a great question. I really believe it's, first of all, it's being this, it's noticing the darkness within you, right? We have light and dark. So I think the first step is to like, pick up the carpet that everything you've swept under and look at it and notice it and face it. It is part of who we are. We are light and dark. And then once we have this kind of self-study again, we begin to connect truly to our inner being or inner self. We can begin to kind of release some of that darkness. There's no way around it. The light only comes, you can only make space for the light if you have let go of the dark, right? And there are moments that people have these glimmers of light, right? stop, pause, breathe into them, right? It means you've released some dark. So like, I think it really begins, some people journal, I'm not a journaler. Meditation is great. It can just be really simple. It can be breath. I'm a huge believer in moving. My inner body wisdom is like my guru for sure. Connecting meaningful relationships, cut out the the individuals who uh, leave you depleted, who are toxic you know, set those boundaries, be around people who are, who support you unconditionally. And this will uh, help you nourish the spirit. And then you can find, I think, a little softening in that. Wow. I just feel like, you know, there's a fountain of wisdom in all of that. (laughs) So much, so much is about stripping things back, coming to what really matters and trusting into what we know inside when we finally give ourselves a chance to go there. It's really simple. I'm just going to say that spirituality is very simple. Like you don't need to travel uh, on pilgrimages and do ashrams. You really don't. You really just need to have like a frank talk with yourself (laughs) and get to know yourself deeply. I was going to say, I need to have you on repeat. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I mean, it is the messiness, right? It is we, when we are, messy and we let go of expectations and perfections yogis talk about it as attachments or aversions right these can sway us either way in our kind of inner contentment when we can just let those go you know they're we notice them but let them not lead us 
and change our happiness. This is like one of the greatest areas of spirituality for me. So I'm speaking of like, you can live in a beautiful home, but don't become attached. Still be as content as when you live in the beautiful home or when you're camping, or maybe there are other times when you live in smaller places. These kind of aversions and attachments, this can really bring us astray in our spirituality. Oh, Janet, when you say that, I'm like, oh, that's so hard, you know, like, <laughs> me, I'm a person, I get super attached to things, to people, to places, you know, like, how do you get to that stage where you love something, but you're not mm -hmm. attached? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's been practiced. I mean, spirituality is practicing, like, and we are accountable for this. Um, there's no one else who's going to give us this, right? And it takes practice. It takes practice. And I think there's like, I guess for me, um, there's an inner kind of confidence that this is the path for me. When I am uh, not swayed by attachments or aversions, I find this inner peace. And when I don't, when I get attached to an idea or an outcome, man, it's like, I can't even sleep. Life is not good. <laughs> so maybe there's a certain sense of confidence in a knowing that you can cultivate. Wow, it's inspiring, I can tell you. And like, what what is next for somebody like you who has, you know, really gone to all of the different areas yeah. of, of spirituality and exploration? Like, what's coming for you now? Oh, such a good question, Sam. You know, I've been thinking, well, I'm right at this moment, I've been thinking about that in my life, right? I have these great programs that I've been teaching and, I, and I'm loving women's leadership and empowerment and uh, yoga retreats, et cetera, right? And I think now the inspiration for me that Dharma has shifted. It's really about me like here today, talking about this freely and openly. I think it's about kind of sharing that it's really simple and really accessible to everyone to inspire people to like jump in <laughs> so that they can have really passionate, uh, authentic, meaningful lives. I think that's my next journey. I want to be on whatever that, that next part is because like, okay. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and you you are so engaging in the way that you bring this everyday spirituality and make it something we can all relate to mm -hmm. tap into and have a bit for ourselves and that you know you have such a gift with that Janet and you're so inspiring with that strong conviction that you have inspiring everyone around you it just just comes out of me like I, I think I feel it really deeply in the root of my being it's not something for me that it's like so real. It's so authentic of who I am. I think for years, I kind of like kept it quieter. There's a, I don't know, sometimes a negativity around religion or people who are spiritual, like they're kind of like foo-foo heads or they're too flighty. And I'm none of those things. And I wouldn't, I'm not even religious. I finally have found like my comfort zone with it where now I can speak to it to anyone. It doesn't just have to be like other people who are like-minded. Now I can be like free with it and speak about it openly. So you're really owning your spiritual self. Yeah, damn, yeah. Like, you're right, sure. Yeah, I'm really loving this part. It's take, I think it's been the past 10 years or so, more even so the past five, and even the past year, like every year, I guess, it keeps to grow. Yeah, I'm finding it really powerful, the impact for myself as well as to, to others. So Janet, the moment you've been waiting for the whole podcast <laughs> episode, now we have the wildfire round. Woo. Okay, <laughs> I don't know what this is, but I'm in. <laughs> and she's been waiting for it. 
okay. all of her life in fact <laughs> so what what okay. happens here janet is i just give you two options and you just have to select one of those options spontaneously okay so you up for a little wildfire yeah let's do it <laughs> asia or europe asia mm, there's a lot of spirituality there it's the wisdom is thousands and thousands of years old i thought so morning sex or evening sex <laughs> evening sex 100 percent um yeah i just think it's really romantic time i like lighting candles sitting by a fire undressing with just like a little bit of light i love that yeah i, I actually as soon as i said it i could imagine the candles so yeah i, I thought yeah. <laughs> mantras or singing in the shower oh mantras for sure mantras hold a really sacred energy and again these things are like four thousand years old so they've been like tested tried and true it's almost a science behind them and how it can change the spirit and your energy so mantra all the way beach hut or log cabin oh beach hut yeah i mean i love a log cabin no i'm not i'm going to take that back i'm not a log cabin person i mean born and raised in new york city so you know the country sometimes scares me so let's go back. i'm definitely beach hut i can live really simple in a beach hut I, like be so happy and our final question thank you for playing by the way <laughs> sure jim carrey or george clooney jim carrey oh my god have you been have you heard his spirituality yeah. talks recently Yes. Like I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm happily married and I love my husband dearly, but I could see myself with Jim Carrey. We would like be a great couple. <laughs> Jim Carrey, if you're out there in my next lifetime, let's hook up. He's definitely going to hear our podcast and yes, he's going to reach out. <laughs> a man with humor is like my number one, like sexy quality. So yeah, he's like everything to me. <laughs> Don't listen, husband. I hope you're not listening. Oh, I'm laughing so much I can barely like, say something right now. <laughs> you you evoke so much uh, connection. connection. It has been joyful, fun, inspiring, like so many things having you on our podcast and we're so grateful that you have come to speak today. Wow, <laughs> listeners, dive into what Janet has to say here on spirituality because she has such a wealth of wisdom. Thanks you so much for having me. I love you both. And I love sharing these ideas on spirituality that keep it simple. Just keep it simple. It's right there in front of you and within you. Thank you for listening to the Untaming Femininity podcast. Join our inspiring tribe of women on Facebook to experience a deeper connection with yourself and to feel the empowerment of female solidarity. Tune in next Sunday for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares.